Blog Talk Radio. Singer. It is Brett from the Bunker. It is Friday, June 5th. It is 2020. I am here with Ruben Wolf. Ruben Wolf, good morning. Brett, I noticed that because uh, I, I know we're going to talk about. I don't know if you if this is something recently, but you usually introduce the show with a joke, and you haven't done it today. And I listened to the episode yesterday. You didn't do it yesterday either. I feel I feel weird. I feel really weird. Hold on, Rebecca's joining us. Let me get Rebecca in here. Hi. Rebecca, you're on the air, you're on the air, you're on the air, and I have no hair. Um, so what Ruben was just pointing out was that I did not open my show with a joke, um, either today or yesterday, and maybe the day before, but honestly, I don't remember. And I just, I feel like, I just, it feels weird. I don't know what else to say. It feels weird. Yeah. Why does it feel weird? Um, I, with everything going on, I just I feel weird telling jokes. You know, I, 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 open mic is different. Like I feel like an open mic is kind of a safe space. You do whatever you want. Not so much a safe space. You can say whatever you want, but you know, you're, we're working on stuff. So I'm I'm working on a thing about sports. That's fine. I do it at an open mic. That's a private thing. Um, but when when it comes to like I've got a show on Monday and I'm not a hundred percent sure how I'm going to handle it. I will probably just muscle through and kind of acknowledge that there are terrible things going on, do the show as a fundraiser, which is, which is a good thing to do anyway. And although the organization I was going to do said we don't need any more money. So that was kind of amazing, um, which, which, is, which is great. I mean, more power, I think that's fantastic. I just mean i got to find another place to do it. That's um, something always nice to hear from the nonprofit. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, all right, good for you. I said, you know, um, <laughs> I, I, I guess I'll, I guess I'll look for another one. You know, like not that I think we're going to raise a million dollars, but um, I just, I like to keep things local if I can. So it was a Brooklyn Bail Fund, and I, I thought that was an important, um, an important organization. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you guys feel weird telling jokes? Um, I mean, I decided to cancel my show, and I felt weird even, like, posting that I was, like, going to cancel my show. It's like, oh, cool, this white person that is canceling her show that nobody cares about in honor of Black Lives Matter is. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize you, can't, I didn't realize you canceled. I, I, uh, I thought that you were, were going to go ahead and do it. I was using you as a barometer. That's not that's, – okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm no, just being I, silly. I'm being silly. I um. I no, hold on. I want to. I want to hear more, Rebecca. Why did you cancel your show? Not not to put you on the spot. I'm just curious. Um, well, like you know, I I woke up and like on Tuesday, well, like um. I mean, or sorry, on Monday, and like the trending hashtag was like the show must be paused, and I was like, oh, that doesn't seem very good for me having a, a show tomorrow night, and you know, I think like uh. You know, sometimes you just need to, like, listen to, like, what people are, are, are saying. And, you know, like, I, 
I really like having comedy in uh, times of, like, you know, unrest and whatever. But, you know, um, I, I also see the need to, like, you know, take a moment to, like, not distract yourselves from what's going on. Uh, so it's good to not have distractions right now. Like, normally you would say something bad's happening, we need a distraction. But right now maybe it's a good idea well, to not. Well, not, like, not... I don't think comedy is always a distraction. Um, like, I think it's, like, a combination of, like, distraction and a way to, like, process stuff. But, you know, like, I also think that, like, as a white person, like, I don't get to decide um, when we're allowed to do comedy again. And, like, um, okay, I'm okay with that. For now, like, we're in, we're in like, kind of... Uh, like an unprecedented situation it, just in like um you know there have been uh terrible clashes with the uh police before but like right now it feels so much more because of like the combination of the coronavirus and president trump being in charge um yeah he's having a press conference right now ruben was like we should watch it and i'm like eh. I, I i really don't watch his press conferences that much they really generally upset me so I find that it is easier from then. I understand that that's sticking my head in the sand, but I just I feel like someone's going to give me the highlights, and I can I can live with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah watching him is so he's so grating. Well, I just I mean, like what Mattis said about you know he's 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 not even trying to bring the country together, and I mean that's I, I think that's very clearly true. You know, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think Matt is the opposite. Oh, did you say not? Or I think no, no, he, he, he is not. He is not at all trying to bring the country together. Well, he's always been this beacon of separation. It was, he's Ooh, always beacon of separation. Look at Ruben been. with the turns of phrase. Beacon of separation. <laughs> That's my favorite Pink Floyd song. I, <laughs> mine is comfortably numb, which is also how I feel. He, it's all his position's always been. If you're not with me, then you're against me. Yeah, we're seeing a, we're, we're seeing a lot of that right now. We're seeing a lot of if you're you know, and it's if it, when when a, the leader does that, the country will follow. And we see, I've been noticing, and I hate this uh, on social media, like when it, when an event like this happens, cancel culture. Really bubbles up, breathes its, uh, breathes its ugly neck. If you're not with me, then you're against me, and I don't want to talk to you if you're not with me. Right. It said that, like, the – we what we should be doing – like, if you really think about it, all I – I mean, I can't say the ultimate goal. Like, I can't say, like, what these protests are attributed to, but it seems like that, like, with Kaepernick taking a knee, like, all the other peaceful protests, for all the other violent protests we've seen, just they just want a conversation to be had, and they just want reform. Like that always seems to be the end result, the end goal. It's like we need to keep talking about this because nothing is happening. Well, I mean, I think that this is a time we're not going to take our foot off the gas. Um, I think is the general perception that I get. Now, there's something interesting that a couple of people said. A couple of people who who know these things. Um, there was a reverend, and I am going to check so I don't get his name wrong. Um, reverend Al Sharpton? No, not Reverend Al Sharpton. Um, him, he said okay. it too. Uh, Herbert, 
uh, Herbert D. Daughtry Sr., who's 89 years old. He's at the House of the Lord Church in Brooklyn. And I was unfamiliar with him, but he's apparently a big-time civil rights leader. And he gave, he gave this great speech. I wish it was. I wish I had it on tape, and I would play it. Um, at a, it wasn't a memorial service exactly because the memorial service was yesterday. But what he said, he said that I, there's a much wider range of diversity of the protesters um, than there usually is. And he said that's a good thing, and that means this is really going to stick for a while. And then Reverend Al, I believe, said something very similar. And these are guys that have a long history with protests and with civil rights. And I feel like if they're saying that, like they, they were kind of saying it as, you know, th- like, I don't want to say things are looking up because I don't think that's what they meant. But, um, but like things are a little better this time in terms of the protesting, just because you've got a, a, a more diverse group out there protesting. And I just I thought that was really interesting. And I, I, I took that as a positive sign. Yeah. Just that there's more. Oh, go ahead. No. Somebody talk. <laughs> We're also polite. We're also polite. So, no, he, what he said—he said that there was more diversity among the protesters. I mean, that's yeah, like that's always good. And um, I, mean, I don't know. Can you really? No, I don't want to say that. Um, I mean, There's it's a lot good. of that going like, around. I, it's, it's, I, 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 I don't know if you want me to disagree or not, but I think it's good. <laughs> There's more diversity. Well, no, no, no. I think I think it's good. I mean, it's not even so much like I think it's good. I don't feel like I need to say whether or not I think it's good. I think it's good that they think it's good. I think that you're talking about someone who's 89 years old, who's been around for a really long time, who's seen, you know, civil rights protests in the, you know in the heart of the 60s, and you know, marched with everybody. And is looking at this group of protesters and saying this is a more diverse group. And that is a good thing. And I am taking and, – and when they say that, I am taking that as, you know, you know what? Okay, good deal. You know, that's a good – I like that. That's, I, I'm, they seem to like it, and, they're, and I like that they like it, if that makes sense. Well, the, the, the phrase that a lot of people are using right now is uh, nothing different. It's just not caught on video. You know, so oh, well, like I think that's lot. certainly true. But what? But weren't? Wasn't? Um, hasn't other? Hasn't other uh, killings been caught on video? Or was this one just longer? Yeah. I was going to say there's been other videos. Oh, just general, yeah. There, there's, I mean, there's, there's killings. There's videos of killings of white people in Latino community. Like there's, there's killings all the time by police. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, um, but I mean, I'm talking about you know like killings of unarmed black men, and, and it's not just unarmed black men, you know, because it's all it's really black people, because it's all and you know also black children. Like I was thinking about this before we came on, like you can't even say anymore, you know, black men because it's really it, it's it's black people. Black people are being uh, are being killed by the cops. There's just there's no nice way to say it. It's just a terrible, horrible thing. Um, and hopefully this one will be a catalyst for positive change in some way. I, I, um, I, I'll tell you, I am like beyond impressed. Like, could you imagine if this were your relative and then, uh, you know, I'm always amazed when people get up and they speak and they just speak so, you know, eloquently. And so, you know, like, um, George Floyd's brother got up and just gave this rousing speech and it was just like, wow, like, I, 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 I don't know if I'd be able to do that if I, if this, if, if I were in this situation, Get up in front of thousands of people and just, and just you know deliver a speech. 
Sorry. Trump just said that this is great to happen for race relations. He said this is a great thing to happen for race relations? He said what's happening right now is a great thing to happen for race relations. I, he's signing something. I don't know what it is. I wasn't paying attention. Are you, Sorry, are you talking about President Trump? Rebecca, are you Trump outside? Trump right now is signing uh, are you, Ruben? Are you watching the, the press conference? I'm watching the I'm watching the press conference, and he's uh, he just signed something, waved everyone off. Yeah, I'm watching with the subtitle with closed captions, and I don't know what he just signed something, waved the crowd off, told them to be quiet. I don't know. If people are booing. I don't know what's going on. I don't think they're booing. The press doesn't usually boo. <laughs> I mean, well, I, it's not open to the public. That. Yeah, but it's not open to the public. I mean, this isn't like uh, no, it's not in the ro- it's in the rose garden. Yeah, so, I, mean, I, I, like I don't know. I don't know anybody can come it. there. I don't think the press would boo him. I think I think that would be a play. that would be unusual. Um, but did you, did you guys see the video of like the CNN crew being arrested? Oh yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Crazy. I I don't know what to do with that. I mean, I I just I was stunned. Absolutely stunned. But to get back, I mean, like, to see, like, this is what, this is kind of what happens with comedy is, like, how do we, how do we, I think that's really the question, uh, is, like, how do we set it aside and still do it? Because, like, I, uh, Rebecca was running a show. Rebecca and I were talking before uh, we came on. We have been talking for a while about this. Like, on Tuesday morning, it was, I think we both said, like, I just don't, we just only, we both felt like we just didn't feel like being funny today. And, like, we were talking, like, when, like, what can we post on social media? Like, we have all this jokey, like, self-promotional stuff to go. But the, the, the zeitgeist, the social media at the moment was like, no, we need to focus on this. And if you focus on anything else, then you're just part of the problem and you're racist. And it's like, how do, and I think what's most, uh, like, all, us three here, we're all in the same, on the same, like, level of, like, just, we're doing open mics just trying to get noticed. One false move in one direction, or one bad move in one direction, and we're screwed, and we have to figure something else out. And, I mean, as, as far as anyone goes, I think we're the ones, like, walking on eggshells. Oh, come like on. More than anybody. What are you talking about? It does, well, not... You don't feel like we're walking Not more than... Yeah, I mean, let, let's... You know, here's the thing. Nobody... I, I, I need to... I need to step in here. I mean, I, I'm not... We're not walking... First of all, what you say at an open mic is private. And if you're feel If you go to open mics for, like, self-promotional reasons, I, I just... I respectfully disagree. I mean, open mics are to work on jokes. Um, especially now. Like you got to go, you you have to open mics are there so you can work on your stuff, work on new stuff. I wrote this, you know, weird, like three page thing. And I wasn't really sure if there were, if there were jokes there. Um, and so I've been doing it at open mics just to see what I can find and see if I can, you know, suss out some jokes. But I don't feel like I'm under any kind of pressure. I do feel, I do feel like if you do a show, which is different, you know, that's to the public. And that is obviously a very different thing. And that's why, you know, Rebecca made the choice to cancel her show. And I think a lot of, and a lot of people did. Um, I 
you know, we'll see. I feel like I'm hoping that Monday, you know, Monday is okay, but I'm not really sure. You know, I, so I guess I reserve the right to maybe cancel the show. I was talking, I meant more like what to post, like how to act on social media, how to promote yourself. On oh, well, talking about to, well, but, but, well, but you said open mics, though. I mean, social, social media, I've, I haven't posted anything. I don't feel like I have. My, I, my stuff is always, you know, it's almost entirely apolitical, and it's just silly. Everything I do is silly, and silly doesn't feel right right now. And that's, that's one of the problems I'm having from a comedy standpoint. Like, I don't... There's no version of my act that's more serious. There's no version of my act where I talk about President Trump. I've got a couple of jokes here and there, but you know, it's like they're they're jokey jokes. Like that's that's what I do, and that doesn't really feel 100% right. Now, if, now if I'm doing a show, I'm hosting, so I can choose to not do a whole lot of time, which is possible, um, and maybe just kind of riff off of what people say. But I also you know, I I feel like if your job is to do a show, then you got to do a show. You got to br- got to bring whatever you can bring. You know, do the best you can, and that's really all. That's ultimately all we can do. Or we can just not do shows, which is I which is I think what people were doing this week. Hey, Rebecca, you said you canceled your show for next week or this week. Um, this Tuesday I decided to do it, and I'm just going to make it like a fundraiser for Black Lives right. Matter. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to do in terms of Monday. Um, if I had had, a, I already didn't have my show this week, so it was, so I didn't really have to make the choice. But I think I probably would have canceled. Yeah. But um, I mean, I just, yeah, it, it's, it's hard. It's hard to know what to do, and it's not. I don't think it's fair to sort of go, you know, go to someone who who happens to be African American and say, you know, is it okay? Because that puts pressure on them. I mean, I don't, I don't, not that they. I mean, obviously, you know, they can choose to answer you or not. It's not, uh, you know, they're grown-ups. But I don't know that there's – I don't know that there's a right answer. I don't know there's an easy answer. Right. Well, I think there, there's also, like, um, you know, you can't just ask a, a black person because black people aren't, like, a monolith. Right, exactly. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm putting on my show – I'm having a show on Monday on Instagram Live, and I because I kind of think that's enough time between protests started to like running. Right. I don't know. Well, also, I think nobody cares about a show if nobody's uh, watching it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's true. If nobody watches, who cares? If somebody watches, we can say whatever we want. Yep. That's the best well, kind I, of show. No, I'm sorry, Ruben. Continue. <laughs> Rebecca, well, take, Rebecca taking was, a hit. Well, Rebecca was going to be on it. I might have to reconsider some things now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I was. I, I've been. At, I, I think I asked both you and Rebecca before. I'm like, this is. Does it feel? I don't know. Like, what? I, I keep wondering, like, what it was like to be an open mic comic, and not like when 9/11 happened here, like living in New York City. Like, what was the timetable then? Like. Wait, did the clubs close down? Like, this is a it, it's a conversation that has to happen of, like, when do we put comedy aside, and how long do we wait before we can come back? Because Saturday Night Live waited, um, what, a week or two? Well, uh, John, uh, John Stewart, like, uh, took the Daily Show off for, like, I believe one week before he brought it back. Yeah, the Daily Show is exactly what we needed. The Daily Show was a perfect thing to do. Yeah, 
I mean, that you know, what a what a um, great time, you know. And it it's pro- it was probably very difficult to be funny, but you know, I mean, I mean, you could say, I mean, people were saying the same thing about COVID, except the difference is, you know, COVID's a disease. Like, like there's no, there's no. Well, I was going to say there's no anti and pro disease. I guess that's not entirely true, since there were people who didn't believe it exists. People who will tell right. you straight up that you know this isn't really happening, and you know people. I, I guess nobody was saying people aren't really dying, but you know they were saying you don't need to wear a mask. They're still saying that. So I don't know what to do with that. But um, but this this feels very different. This this is a video of someone being murdered, and that and that has really sort of gotten into the public consciousness as it should have. And it's just. Ugh. I mean, I, I any time I think we're we're moving past it, I come back to that video. So I mean, I I don't want to say I, I feel like this is harder in some ways than nine eleven. Nine eleven, everybody wanted to come together. Like there were no protests around nine eleven. Like no one was no one was protesting. Everybody, you know, there there was no one who was saying. I guess there were some people who were saying it didn't happen. Again, there, there's always crazy people, but there was nobody right. saying, you know, this was great, <laughs> this was okay. You know, I mean, this this is uh, this is very this is very divisive right right now. I I don't know I don't know. I've certainly never been alive in a time um, where things were like this. I, I, the only other thing I can think of is maybe the civil rights era. Right. Well, I think like after nine eleven, there was like some racism towards like the Muslim Americans. Yes, that is true. That is very true. Yeah, I saw some. There was a guy on the street in Times Square just just beating up this guy who was Arab. It was really ugly. Well, there still is. That, that hasn't gone away. That's true. It's just been it's just been twenty years. Uh, it has been twenty years. Thanks for making me feel old. I appreciate that. Well, I didn't feel old enough, Ruben. I mean, I was in fourth grade when it happened. Ah. Uh. The hits just keep on coming. Um, what do you do? Make fun of my bald yeah, head really... next? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Rebecca. You were saying? Oh, um, yeah. I, I hate to break it to you, Brett, but everybody like um, who's like at age like 22 or younger doesn't remember 911. We um, or really yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, that no, that's fair. You don't have to break it to me. That's reasonable. They were little. They were youngins when it happened. Well, exactly. well, I mean, teachers now are teaching uh, people who weren't alive, who weren't alive during nine eleven, not about nine eleven. Teachers who were alive during nine eleven are teaching kids who weren't who were born after, like way after. Right. No, I have a son who was born way after. I have no idea what his what he thinks about nine eleven. I guess I should ask him. Although you know we're asking about other things now. Yeah, we're a little I mean, more current. There is I, so I guess the maybe the answer is like there's just a cushion. But I mean, like again, going back to like I the day after the protest, I'm like maybe now I can post like a joke, and the joke I posted was. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to say what it was, but I I left it up for 20 minutes, and I was like, maybe that's not a good idea, and I immediately deleted it. Well, there, well, but that's it. That's just it, though. If you thought it was a bad idea, it probably was, right? Well, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was because of the joke, or I don't know if it was because like does nobody want to hear a joke right now. But like, it seems like 
it seems like people are still posting jokes, and I think the bat like the perceived backlash might have all just been hype. You know, I think like it's I, I feel like it's okay to just start posting jokes. I don't think the backlash is. I think I, I at least from my perspective, I think I built up what backlash I would get in my head. I haven't heard any backlash. I haven't seen any backlash. I have there's certainly been perceived backlash. I have seen people post jokes. Um, you know, I, I I just haven't really been on Twitter. I find I find Twitter Twitter really sucks me in, so I'm trying not to spend too much time on there. But people are certainly posting jokes and silly jokes, not not like jokes about I'm not saying they're posting jokes about what's going on now, but uh silly jokes. Mark Norman posted a joke. Mark Norman posted a joke um, a couple of days ago. This Chris Brown album slaps, which is, a, which is you know, depending on your point of view, is a horrible thing to say or, you know, a pretty funny joke. But it got a ton of attention, and he's Mark, he's Mark Norman. He can get away with that. You know, I've had a couple of thoughts that I'm not going to share, a couple of joke thoughts, the things that I don't feel comfortable doing. I think when you're a more experienced comic, you can get away with more. I think that's certainly true, and I have no problem with that. I think that com- that's something you earn um, from being a comedian and being around for a long time. I've 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 occasionally peaked at uh, like I just read Carol Leifer's book, um, which Rebecca recommended, which is terrific. How to succeed in business without really crying. Love it, Rebecca. Oh, yeah, thank you for recommending. So good. Oh my god, I I, I devoured it. I'm going to read her. I'm going to read her other book next. She's she's just delightful. I really adore her. Um, so I went to look at. So I was like, I wonder what she's posted, and the answer is nothing. She hadn't posted since like May 31st. She hadn't tweeted. So I went to Tony Dungy, and uh, Rebecca doesn't know who that is, but Ruben does. Um, and I was just curious. He hadn't really posted anything either. And th- th- those were. I was basically just playing, you know, celebrity pinball in my head. Like, you know, who's what random celebrity can I can I think of and see what they've posted about this. And in some cases, the answer was nothing. And I think that's probably not the worst idea. You know, like let's just let's well, keep it. You know, let's 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 keep it private. Let's if I don't have anything to say, like nobody's call, nobody's calling Carol Leifer and saying what do you think. You know, so she'll, so she'll stay quiet. It's not a big deal. Well, I want to let Rebecca chime in, uh, but I just want to interesting that uh, you went to Tony Dungy because Tony and Tony Dungy didn't post anything because he was just interviewed on the Pat McAfee show I think yesterday about this. Um, it's also possible he posted something and I didn't and I didn't see it. I mean, Tony, I am in no way suggesting that Tony Dungy has been silent. It was really, um, it was more along the lines of, I just heard a glance at Tony Dungy's Twitter. Let me see if I'm right. Uh, Nate Burleson, powerful, with the message for Drew Brees, try to see life from a different perspective. Nate Burleson's great. I love Nate Burleson. Thank Most you, Chris. All right, Tony, that, Tony I take, you know, I take it back. I, I, I misspoke. Uh, maybe... Maybe this was a couple of days ago or something. Oh yeah, no, no, no. He was. Yeah, that's what it was. He was posting like Bible verses. Burleson? No, no. Uh, Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy's a big Bible guy. He's old school. <laughs> He's really old school, like biblical. <laughs> I mean, he grew. Up, he grew up in the '40s or '50s or whatever. His father was a veteran. You know, he's old, old school coaching style. Mel Kuyper Jr. has not posted anything, in case you're curious. Um, I don't know. Rebecca, do you want to chime in before I I go off a little bit? (laughs) Sorry. Um, Rebecca, we got into sports. I apologize. Oh, that's that's cool. Um, 
I mean, I think, like, not posting, like, I, I think, like, posting stuff on social media is kind of, like, performative, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, like, the right person to weigh in on, on that. You can go off on your about sports or what, what, you're, you're not the right person to post about not um, to talk about not posting. Is that what you said? Well, to talk about like the per- performative nature of social media. I mean, I agree. Um, like, I don't think I don't think social media is a platform. Like, that's what I wanted to say. Is like, I agree with Rebecca, and I, I don't think social media is a platform to really like. People started using it to like uh, just give their polit- they use it as a political platform, or like this is what I think, and go fuck yourself sort of platform, but I, like us, we, I think we all use social media as a means to promote ourselves. And so when you have people posting the day of the protest, like if you post anything that is not uh, in support of this protest, then you're just part of the problem. And it's like, and that's what I think the dialogue, like the, uh, the thing that we're all, like, why we're all sitting here, like, well, when can we be funny? How can we be funny? Cause it's like, I want to post, self-promotional stuff and everyone out on social media is like grandstanding and saying you can't do that right now i have you seen anyone say that though because i haven't oh uh, i'm not saying they aren't i'm just saying i haven't seen a lot of people like rebecca too like uh rebecca pointed out to me that there was a few uh comments who she said jokingly but not jokingly um and Rebecca, you can call them out if you want. I don't remember who it was who said, like, who posted on Twitter, nobody wants to hear about your podcast right now. I mean, okay. Oh, um, I mean, that's fa- that's fair. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know what the answer to that is. I don't feel like I have the answer to that. I know I'm the host, so I feel like I should have an answer, but I don't feel like I have an answer to that. We're not going to name names. Uh, yeah, I. No, so but I'm not saying, I'm not saying we should name names. What? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it was it was John Marcos Terezzi, and like you know, he was like obviously joking, but I think like on like the day that he posted it, like it felt like palpable that like you shouldn't like post about a, a podcast. Um, right. I, I, I had a lot of I had a lot of people on my Facebook. Um, post like if you're if you're not posting or if you're if you're not yeah if you're not posting Black Lives Matter then you're part of the problem so that's that's where I was like oh god what from my perspective I was like what do I how do I how do I continue promoting my comedy you're supposed to do it every day you're supposed to post something two like I think two to three times per day um, to you know build to build a solid following See, I just can't. I can't live my life by that. I, I just, I refuse to live my life by, you know, like social media or, you know, influencer rules and stuff. Like, like at some, at some point, at some point, if you don't feel like it's the right thing to do, then just don't do it. But then you get the people who are like, well, then Brett's a racist, and we need to cancel Brett. How am I a racist? If someone wants to accuse me of be, being a racist, knock yourself out. I, I, I am not. I don't. There's no. There's nothing that shows that I am I mean if, if me not posting means that I'm a racist I don't that's that's illogical to me that doesn't make sense how, how do you figure I, I'm not just I'm not post, I'm not I'm not posting because I don't feel like I have anything to say it's just it's like it's this new call I think this is this call out culture 
I don't think there's a call-out culture. There's a call-out culture. I think you're speaking generally. I, I really don't. I, has, has this actually happened, or is this something that you yeah, feel like has happened? Out. Who's being no? I, no, I mean, there was a, has someone called you out? Has someone has someone, or do you know anyone who's been accused of being racist for not posting? For not post for not for not posting, but I know someone that was accused of being racist, and uh, was somebody posted don't book her on shows. And I think it's someone we all know. Uh, it's someone we all know. Um, I, and I like this person generally, and but her her tweets and her. Uh, comments on stuff are very controversial and radical, and it does seem like a lot of times she is trying to incite stuff. But she I'm not going to say like, who I know. Cause I'm almost positive I know who you're talking about, but you I don't probably, want to say who, yeah, that's you, not fair. You have to know who you I'm know. About. You know who I'm talking about. But, I mean, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the only thing she's posted really is like the looting is bad, which everyone can agree on. Uh, you know, but it's like the way they word it is like looting's not going to solve anything. You know, or you need to protest peacefully or whatever it is. Um, so it comes off like you're not supporting the protest entirely. Anyway, she was called out uh, by some, I guess, another open mic comic or whatever. Like this, and she, this person created this list of like, here are all the racist comics. Don't book them. And the, it was posted yesterday, and she also, and uh, this person who was accused of being a racist posted that photo. She shared it. She was like, look what, look what she's saying about me. And then she also Snapchatted. There was another comic who called her, who's a little bit above us, I would say, a little bit above us, spoke her a lot, who said, like, you need to add her to this list. And I'm like, that's, like, Nazi-level shit in my head. It, it's really not Nazi-level. The Nazis attempted to exterminate races. It's not Nazi-level. Let's, let's, get, no, but let's I mean, keep things like, in perspective. I understand what you're saying, but it's really not. Call people out and just be like hit them, them. They're they're of that. Time. The making get of them. lists. Call them is, the making of lists is a bad look. I will give you that. Um, and I don't know. I don't know all the details. I, I do. I remember seeing. Um, I don't know if it was a tweet or an Instagram post. I think it was probably an Instagram post that you're referring to, where the the list was posted. I did. I know most of the people on that list. I feel like I didn't. I feel. I feel like I. Looked, I knew. I knew one. Yeah, it wasn't people Anyone. that I knew, which do, which doesn't mean I don't know everybody. You know, as I, I've learned, I mean, I've met so many people in this in this uh, pandemic. It's crazy. I mean, you know, Ruben, you I already knew. Rebecca, I I think I met you once at an open mic. You know, and um, and then Steve introduced us, and we've been you know virtually sending a lot of messages. But um, so I mean, like I don't know. Not everybody, a lot of ways, but but it, but yeah. it, but at the same time. I know a lot of people, so I mean, if there's a list like that going around, I would have thought I would know more people on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know. I mean, I think like part of like the problem with like the the list is that um, you know it's kind of like take my word for it that I I have seen the screenshot of like the thing that they posted that was racist. So you should just you know, but like yeah, definitely not. Nazi, well, like you know, I, I don't think we should invoke like the Nazis over cancel culture. Yeah, I mean, let's let's keep yeah. again. I mean, let's keep things in perspective. I mean, I mean, we're talking, we're not at best, we're talking about someone's, um, you know, someone's career. But uh, I'm looking for this post and I can't find it. I bet if you went to who we're talking about's profile page, you could find it. 
No, I am. That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking at. Oh, maybe oh, he deleted I'll it. Message you. Yeah, maybe it's gone because it does not seem to be unless it's unless it's further back. I'm not saying they're oh, not. I just want to clarify. I'm not saying they're, I'm not saying they're not. I'm saying when I hear that this cha- when the, this chain of event when I hear this chain of events, I think back to like, you know, when people were like ratting on each other. Like that's what it makes me think of. Like the same way that what's going on right now makes people think of 1968. You know, oh, it's like see. it's finding another part. It's finding another piece of history to compare it to. I know so few of these people. What yeah, the, I don't know. Any, what, I don't know the, any what, what what inspired this? What inspired this is this is the so, Facebook version. I didn't see this. What inspired this? I think this this man just decided to start um, putting together a list of people that he deemed racist. Some of them are some of them are like you know pro comics. This isn't a group of open mic comics. Um, Nick DiPaolo. Nick DiPaolo is a longtime pro. Nick DiPaolo is very conservative. Oh, I haven't. Wait, I didn't see the one with Nick DiPaolo. I just saw the one with. Uh, I, ha- I hate talking in vagueness, but like the one that we the, the person, we all, the, the person we all know who we're talking about. We don't want to say it's not fair. Um, I didn't see. I didn't know. This might be another. Yeah, no, this list. is a much longer list than the one. Aaron Berg is on here. I, I am in no way suggesting that these people deserve to be on this list, but the, but uh, that, what that says to me is it's a pretty wide ranging list. It's not just this is not just open mic comics. I don't know I don't know what this I, I don't know what the point of this is. Um, and I got to be I mean this doesn't even have that many likes. I mean it's got like two hundred, which is a lot, which would be a lot for me. Oh here I have the, I have the original list. I don't want to, and I, don't, I really don't want to say the names, but I have. I, found I probably list. shouldn't have, but I, but you know, I, I, I you know, they're, they're famous. So. Uh, this one doesn't have the famous people. Oh, one without the um, famous people. In- interesting. One, one with uh, the person we both know, and I think you would. There's one other person on, the, on this list I do know, and I feel like it's the. I, I want to say it's the the owner of. Uh, a, a comedy collective that nobody really. Now liked. that's interesting. Somebody somebody posted. I'm so happy to not know any of these names. It's like really. Some of these are some of these are like famous comics. Not a lot. Wait, let me well, he's also been editing names in, so it's possible that they weren't there when that comment was made. Oh, I think we okay. might be talking. About, we might be talking about different lists. Unless, wait, I'm gonna send it to you, Brett. I definitely saw a different. I definitely saw a different, shorter version of this list. So if he's been adding, this is to probably it, the list that you saw. Then. You want to check? Oh. Yeah, this is the one I saw. Uh, Rebecca, oh, oh, you too. This is the one I. This is the one I saw. But all these names are on this other list. Oh. God, I mean, I yeah, I'm not, I'm, I you know, I'm, I admit I'm not crazy about that. You know, I don't know, any, I don't know any of those people except like one, maybe two. On the on the on the list you oh, sent, I long, really didn't know anybody. This is the longer list. Yeah, this is the same person though. It's definitely the same person. Definitely the same. Right, person. Right, but he's been adding names to it. Right, because it's called yeah, it's called like Nick DiPaolo and Aaron Berg is like, what, what are you gonna do? 
Well, I mean, it's sort of like, you know, don't book those guys, you know, call Vegas. I mean, I, I, you know, Aaron Berg is, didn't Aaron Berg do 20 sets at a night or some crazy thing where it was, you know, filmed? Um, I saw well, one of them. It was we nuts. Don't we don't know what the, also, we don't know like what these people have been posting. Like we don't, like we don't, not like the grand scheme of humanity. Like us, us three sitting here don't know everything that these people have been posting. I think, I know, again, the one person we both, we all know on this list, who we've all come into contact with, probably. I, I do not know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off the air. Is that really? No, I, really I know fair. who you're talking about, but I have no oh, okay. I know. I know that she has been posting, uh, like the like, it, what I can tell is like the looting's bad and the protests are, shouldn't be violent or something like that. And people are like, "Well, she's racist." It's a little. You know, not like she's got. She's gone a little further than that. Well, sure. I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, no, it, it, but, but don't undersell it. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying she deserves to be, you know, cru- uh, crucified. But I mean, it, uh, but at the same time, um, well, the, my point is like when you're when you're telling people to like when you're calling people out like this and you're telling everyone to, like ignore them and cancel them, it doesn't. I don't think that really helps. Like the point, my my biggest gripe with what's going on right now is that people just don't want to listen to each other and people are very steadfast in their own opinions and don't want to hear the other side. But if we don't listen to each other, uh, Brett, you shared this great uh, story last night with me about how Dave Chappelle was at a club. Oh yeah. I was going to read that. (laughs) It shows why. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was was going to read that uh, on the air. That would have been nice. Oh, well, well, if I could sum it up, because I think, I think we're short on time. uh, I think what Dave Chappelle did was somebody, he was at a club a few years ago during the Ferguson riot. And uh, somebody, he, he went up and he starts doing his Dave Chappelle shtick. People could just start calling out headlines and topical, uh, top, topical topics. Um, and somebody, and someone said police brutality and a privileged white or a what? I shouldn't say privilege. I don't know this person, but a white girl in the audience seemed, like says like who you know likes hard get over it or some shit like that. Yeah, no, no, she, says, she, it, it was a privilege. To the the way it was the way the story was presented, it was someone speaking from a position. What she said came from a position of privilege. I think it is fair to say that. Sure, um, but anyway, Dave Chappelle goes on and says, "No, no, no. We need to like this is how you would." He pretty much like talked to her and said and gave her. Uh, I don't know if it was funny. I don't, can't remember if he said it was funny or not. But he gave her a whole appraisal of Black history and uh, and at the end of the show and. Uh, at the end of the show, uh, the girl came up and talked to him, and uh, she thanked him, and she was, like, crying. She's like, I had no idea what I was saying. I was such an idiot. And Dave Chappelle, like, hugged her and said, now you're part of the solution because you listen and you change. People can change. People are willing to like, – I don't know if people are willing to listen, but it doesn't seem like anyone's willing to listen. Sometimes the conversations have to get a little heated. Like it's a little easier to it's a little easier to listen to. I mean, you're right, but it's a little easier to listen to Dave Chappelle. And I wish I'd brought this up earlier because it was a really good story. But um, I think it's easier to listen. Dave Chappelle is, you know, he's he's incredibly smart. He he's you know he knows all the history. He's able to sit there and school someone um, in a comedy club setting when you know when he. I mean, essentially, he's there to do a set. But instead, he sort of becomes a history teacher, and he can make that pivot because he's really good. Um, and I think it's probably easier to listen to him. He's a celebrity. You know, it's not the same thing as just listening to somebody on the street who happens to be protesting or blocking traffic. Like, you don't necessarily want well, to listen to that person. And, that, and that's not well, right. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying we shouldn't listen. I'm saying it's a little easier when it's Dave Chappelle. 
Well, that's sort of the problem is, like, why aren't we listening to everybody? People, everyone has a point and everyone everyone needs to be open to, like, a conversation. Everybody has a point of view. Everybody has an opinion. If you listen and and come to an understanding, then there's change. Then this is going to be... This is going to be a weird thing for the host of a podcast to say, but um, I don't know if this is the time to be listening to white people. You know, this is probably not like right now. Like I got lots of opinions and whatever, but the truth is, I don't know. I mean, is, does anyone, does anyone really care? You know, does anyone want to hear from me? I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly not sure. So I think we've come to the conclusion that we have no idea. And I think that was uh, a lot of positive change was made. No, I'm just kidding. You guys, thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. Um, This is not the easiest time to do something like this. And I think you guys were champs. So, um, Rebecca, what's your follow? Where are you on social media? Um, At Rebecca T. Kaplan. Rebecca T. Kaplan and Ruben. You can follow me at rwolfcomedy, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm running a show this Monday called Ruben's Comedy Olympics on Instagram Live. Tune in. All right. That sounds awesome. All right, right, everybody, stay safe. Thanks. Thanks, Brett.